Hi guys. So we are going to talk about breathing today and this is going to be filled with my hot takes on breathing as well as my tips about breathing and yeah, we're just going to, we're going to breathe together. We're breathing today. So first I'm going to start with my thoughts right off the bat. Um, if you listen to my pet peeves podcast, the last, oh, I don't know. It'll be the last one. The, the most recent one as I'm recording now, but I talk about how one of my biggest pet peeves is focusing too heavily on breathing technique and breathing for young singers. Don't get me wrong. Breathing is so important. If we do not breathe, we die. It is the backbone of life. I get it. It's very important. It's also very important for singing. If we don't take a good quality breath and we don't use the air efficiently, The backbone of singing is now broken. So I do understand why we teach young singers about breathing so much. But when that's all we teach them, it can actually be very harmful. And I'm going to get into why. So first things first. Not all breaths are created equal. But it was my experience as a young singer thinking that when you sing, you need this big, completely tanked up, huge breath. Every time you sing any phrase. And what that ha- what happened when I did that was I started having too much air and too much air pressure when I was singing phrases that didn't require that much breath. And when that happened, I had a lot of tension and a lot of squeezing and all around I was just working way too hard and it's really hard to unlearn that. It took till very recently for me to really understand that almost none of the phrases of the music I was singing called for the huge, huge breath I was taking. And this was really hard to wrap my head around because I thought I was wrong because I was taught my whole young life that you needed to breathe really low from your diaphragm, which if you also listen to the pet peeve podcast, not right, but I was taught that. Breathe low from your diaphragm and then let the air go and sing on the breath and all these things. It's not wrong, but when you're singing, hello, (laughs) and that's the only thing you sing, if you take a breath like you're never going to breathe again, hello, you can have all sorts of problems. If you're singing that one word, You better be breathing as if you're going to say, hello, my name's Jenna. Hello. That's all you need. So I get so annoyed when breathing is so, so heavily talked about. And we also don't talk about context, breathing in context. So we already went over that one example. But what if we have a really long operatic phrase? Now we very well might need that really low breath. So how do we do that? There are a couple ways to think about it and a couple of ideas for you to try. Um, Since this, I'm recording it on video, but you may not be watching me. So um, try to do your best with my probably subpar explanation with just my words. But first thing I want you to do is close your eyes and just breathe and just notice your breath. Don't change anything about it. 
And now as you breathe, I want you to try and just think of you expanding from a little bit of a lower place in your body. No matter where you're expanding from, you may be really good at this and you're expanding really low. Think lower. Think that you're expanding from like your thighs or your feet. Really feel like you're breathing from all of those places. And the goal with one of those really nice large singer's breaths is to feel like your expansion is 360 around your body, 360 degrees around your body. So not just the upper chest, not just the lower abdominals, not just the back, not just the upper back, but all of them at the same time. Another thing you could be thinking about is the way your ribs move. When you're breathing, your ribs swing out. So they don't just go straight out one side or the other, but they're still connected at the top. So if you can imagine like there's a hinge at the top of the ribs on either side and they swing out. So you can be thinking about this. The, the ribs are swinging out. You're filling up from the bottom like a balloon filling up from the bottom. And now if you're like, uh, I'm feeling it, but I still don't feel the back. The back's the hardest thing to unlock. What I want you to do is actually sit in a chair. This works best in a chair. You can also like sit at the edge of a bed or the edge of a couch. And then completely flip yourself over so that you're hinged. You can think like forward fold if you're a yoga person, but completely hinged at the hips to where your head is towards the ground. And then I want you to breathe and let yourself gently rise. If you're breathing really deeply from your abdominal area and your back, your lower abdominal area, you should actually gently lift as you breathe. So just try that a couple times, feel that. And then the goal, listen to my alignment podcast. I'll link that in the show notes to figure out how to get this 360 breath consistently for your specific body. But if you're all aligned in that beautiful way, now you're getting that 360 breath theoretically at all times. So now you get to choose based on the context and your critical thinking skills as a singer or what your teacher helps you with when and how much you breathe for a particular phrase. This changes based on style, based on color, based on length, based on place in your voice. These are all drastically different. And as you become more in tune with your own body as a singer, you'll understand the nuance to which this happens. So for example, if I'm singing, um, I'm going to move back for this because I'm going to sing some opera. Woo, we're moving back. Okay, so if I were singing a really high for my voice or like middle high part of my voice, really loud, it's a medium sized phrase. It goes like this. It's not that long of a phrase, but it's loud, it's high, and it requires sort of like big open sound. So I took a pretty large breath and I really used the air. But conversely, if I'm singing, when did it end? if 
I'm singing that. That's the whole phrase, right? It is breathy, so we don't need no air, because sometimes you can even start singing with no air, or like no breath, and that's what we need. But for this, maybe we take like a medium-sized breath, or a smaller, medium-small. Now we have that breathy sound. Now, what if we were going, hey! <laughs> Maybe this song starts out and it's like, hey! You could actually just not breathe. Hey! You're in a part of your voice where if there's too much airflow happening in that, hey! It's gonna crack or it's gonna wobble. You ever had that feeling in that like middle mix belt place where it's not quite belting all the way or not quite chest all the way, but it's, it sounds like it a little bit. If you overblow in that spot in your voice, whoo, it's gonna go, or it's gonna go, ah. <laughs> Those are the options if you overblow. So it's really true that breath is a huge part of this where breath itself is so nuanced and important, but the idea of just breathing more and more and more and using the air more and more and more and more air, more air, more air. That's not always the answer. And I found that when I was studying as a young classical singer, that was always what I was told. More air, more air. Use the air. Breathe more. Bigger bigger breath. It's really not true. Um, for a lot of classical singing, yeah, you overall, I would say, need a little more air than another genre like that's more contemporary because contemporary genres are more centered around speech. And as we all know, because we all talk every day, you don't need that much air to talk. No one's gearing up like they're never gonna breathe again every time they say anything. That's just not how it works. We all know how to breathe, we're human. But in general, it is really based on context. Where is it in your voice? Is it breathy or is it not? Is it really open or is it small? Is it in a passaggio or a break? That changes how much air you need. So I could talk about this all day. So if you're interested in this, please let me know because I will make more episodes and we can talk about it too because right now, to plug this for a second, in the Your Dynamic Voice Studio, we are offering, I say we, I work by myself, but we're manifesting here, so one day there'll be more people in my company. So we are now offering 30-minute introductory consultations for voice lessons, so it's completely free. We can have a cup of coffee, talk about breathing, talk about style, talk about your goals, and we have time to sing a little bit. So if that's something you're interested in, I'm also going to link that in the show notes. Go ahead and sign, up, sign yourself up. Worst case scenario, you have the 30 free minutes and then you never speak to me again. <laughs> so it's really no uh, risk for you, but all the fun for me. So please go ahead and do that if you're interested. So anyway, um, the last thing I want to talk about with breathing is its connection to um, dramatic intent and emotional intent and just your intention and authenticity that you bring to your singing. So I learned this in um, grad school from one of my amazing teachers, um, Diana Heldman. And she says, breathing is inspiration. So it, it has a double meaning there because 
Inspiration is another word for breath. Inspiration. But inspiration also has another meaning of being the reason for something or the, the um, dramatic reason for something. So whatever you are trying to achieve in your song, and I know that this, this topic is very much centered around things from shows or dramatic pieces um, like uh, opera arias or musical theater songs, but every single song, because music is another way to embody our own selves and our own emotions, every single song has an emotional reason. So what does this mean? Every breath for every phrase of every word that we ever sing can have meaning to it. Let's, let's think of another example. So I'm going to keep using this Billie Eilish song. Um, we're thinking, when did it end? All the enjoyment. And the song is, what was I made for? So this, and if you've seen the Barbie movie, this is like very, very, very much what the plot of the movie is. But in this, in this part of the song, right at the beginning, we're sort of toying with the idea of like, when did I stop being happy? Like, when did I realize that like, I don't know what I'm here for? When did it end? So that's what we're singing about. And now the, um, the color that the singer chooses to use is extremely breathy. And it has this like sort of sad quality to it. Like, when, how would you breathe if you were feeling that way? You might go, it's like a sigh. But if you don't have that sort of inspirational breath right from the beginning, you might go, when did it end? And kind of plow through it. It's not the exact right color. You're not connected to it yet. If you're, art, if you're only thinking about getting connected to the meaning as you sing, you're, you're too late. You have to be thinking about it while you're breathing. So I don't know if it's going to come through in the um, recording, but even if you didn't hear my exact breath, you probably felt the energy right before I started to sing. You can feel that. That is something that emanates. So breathing is inspiration and can jumpstart the dramatic intent. Maybe you're really mad at somebody. And you say, um, <laughs> I don't know why this song just came to me so random and so niche, but um, the song, Why Did You Do That? <laughs> From Star Is Born, when Lady Gaga like goes off the rails and is being like a weird celebrity and like loses all of her morals or whatever. <laughs> and she's like, why did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? <laughs> so if you're thinking of that song, maybe, and she's like angry, like, why did you do that? Maybe your breath is like that. It's a quick breath and it's, it's got fast. It's low, but it's fast. Why did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? Rather than if I just, you know, didn't think about it. Why did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? Now it just feels like la-di-da-di-da. It's a song. But the breath that was like filled with emotion. 
Why did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? Now it has like life. It has life. It has meaning. So I like teaching breath in that way. Breath gives it life. Breath gives life. So it gives life to the the text. It gives life to the text. It's so amazing that we get to decide these little tiny nuances. That's why a million people all sing the same song and we love it. We love it because everyone brings something different to it. And it goes down to literally your own interpretation of how you're going to take the breath before you sing. So I want you to do that. I guarantee you, without having to learn about any more vocal technique or any other nuances about your own voice, if you just intentionally breathe, thinking about why or what you're saying, each and every breath in a song, I guarantee you, it's going to have more meaning, be more communicative, and probably sound better. Just try it. So, okay, this was my little introduction into talking about breathing. So we talked about how my hot take is that it doesn't need to be harped on so much with young young singers, even though it is important, that breathing changes based on the context. We even took a little breath together and we talked about how we get that 360 expansion and that breathing is inspiration and that if we breathe with the dramatic intent each and every phrase, it's going to be more connected to self. It's going to be more connected to the meaning and you are going to be more connected to your sound. Okay. Bye guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to me talk. Um, if you're liking this pod, make sure to give it five stars, share it with your friends, share it on the medias and keep listening. I love you. Bye.